This is the Value Investor Podcast with Tracy Reinick. All things value, all the time. Welcome back, value investors. There's been some mea couples lately from Warren Buffett and Berkshire Hathaway about its investment in Kraft Heinz. Now, maybe you haven't been paying much attention to this, but... Um, He actually admitted to CNBC that he overpaid for his investment in Kraft Heinz. He said he was, quote, wrong in a couple of ways about Kraft Heinz, unquote. But he didn't really extrapolate on what a couple of ways really meant, (laughs) at least not from what I could tell. But he did go on to say after he glossed over that angle that it was still a wonderful business and that it still, quote, uses about $7 billion of tangible assets and earns $6 billion pre-tax on that, unquote. But he has talked about how there's some of its business model that wasn't all that great, that he wasn't uh, as aware of. And so we've seen what's happened with Kraft Heinz very, uh, on its various announcements around its earnings report. So Berkshire itself took a $3 billion write-down on the Kraft Heinz investment, But then the the Kraft Heinz stock plunged when they announced that they were cutting the dividend and that they were under government investigation. And so when that plunged 27% because Berkshire owns such a big chunk of the stock, they also lost an additional $4.3 billion in one day on that stock plunge. And um, that's also because Kraft Heinz is one of its largest holdings. So going back to what Kraft announced and why they had such a huge stock plunge, Kraft cut its dividend, as I said, they cut it by 36%. So this wasn't even just like, oh, we're going to cut it back a little bit. (laughs) No, 36% cut. So they cut it to $1.60 annually from $2.50. And I went back to check and see, have they been ever cut it, or at least in the last couple of years. So since 2013, so the last five years total, it has actually raised it every year in that time period. Um, So that is what you want to see in a stock that you're buying for the dividend. You want to see that the company continues to raise it. But in this case, that didn't protect Kraft Heinz from actually doing a cut, which it now has done. And so that's kind of the point of the podcast this week when I'm asking, are there any safe stocks out there? Because a lot of shareholders and just people in general, maybe even Warren Buffett himself, would have thought that Kraft Heinz would have been pretty safe. But remember, GE, which many people also consider to be safe, they slashed their dividend in 2018 after raising it year after year for seemingly decades, it seemed. And so they weren't immune. And now we see Kraft Heinz isn't immune. I went to go see if any other big names had also cut in recent weeks. And Tupperware, which is ticker TUP, that also had a big dividend cut. Um, in January, and those shares sank 17% on that news. So they were paying 68 cents a quarter, and they cut it down to 27 cents. That's a huge cut, but they want um, to reinvest that money that they're paying out to shareholders back into the business because the business is struggling in certain areas. So that is $80 million that they're going to reinvest into the business for this year. That's what they're saving. Now, I did go back and see 
uh, what they had been doing on their dividends, and I could not find a dividend cut since 1996 for Tupperware. They either had kept it at the same level, and then there were some increases over the years. They weren't raising it every year, but there were definitely some increases along the way because it was only 22 cents back in the 90s and the early 2000s per quarter. And now it was recently at 68, and now they're going back down to 27. But still, even with the 27 cents, Tupperware is yielding 3.5%. So you can see why, why they decided to cut it. It was basically over, what, a 7% yield or so in there, maybe a 6% yield. And they really wanted to redeploy that money. So hence the cut. Now, a lot of investors might not have been thinking Tupperware's dividend was, you know, quote unquote safe or even the stock was safe because it's been a little more volatile than some of the others, than the Kraft Heinz and the GE until recent times. (laughs) Those were not as volatile. Um, But still, like I said, Tupperware has been paying that dividend since 1996 and had not cut it since then. So... That's pretty consistent there. So this did get me thinking after seeing all of this, you know, is there such a thing such as a safe stock? We like to think there is. We like to think that we can buy some of these older, well-known names and we'll be relatively safe. But even Warren Buffett got it wrong with Kraft Heinz, which he's kind of admitting, even though you're buying that for the ketchup and the Heinz brand ketchup, Kool-Aid, um, Jell-O, uh, you know, these, these obviously Kraft macaroni and cheese and the Kraft products, these are iconic names, but these businesses have been having more difficulties in recent years. And this is a good lesson on why you need to pay attention to your own investments. What is happening in the business? The struggles at Kraft Heinz, Tupperware, and General Electric were very well known before they ever cut that dividend, actually. And it's not like it came completely out of the blue, although Kraft Heinz was a little more shocking. But the GE dividend cut was kind of being bandied about by a lot of people who were in the stock, wondering how long that would survive. Tupperware, that was a little more of a surprise, I think. But um, still, the struggles of the underlying business with Kraft Macaroni and Cheese, for instance, with the businesses that are in the supermarket, in the middle of the store, we all know that those products have been struggling as the whole food type of uh, mantra has taken hold. That's on the outer parts of the store, not the not the center of the store where the canned goods and the box goods are. So none of this should come as a surprise. But the big question is, are you paying attention to your own investments. So I thought I'd look at a couple dividend payers that have also been growing the stock. They're pretty cheap. And so I thought I'd bring those in. But again, with the caveat is that none of uh, these dividend payers or any any of these stocks, none of these are the guarantees. None are, you know, uh, a safety net necessarily. Although people who do buy the dividends are looking a little bit more for the safety because Obviously, the company has to pay that out. But let's take a look at a couple. So I brought uh, Philip Morris. This is the tobacco company, but it's on the international side. So the ticker is PM. So this is the international business, uh, which is different from Altria. 
And this one has also always paid a big dividend. They've raised it since 2008. And so it has some consistency there raising it. The current yield is 5.3. So you can see that's pretty, pretty strong there. Earnings growth expected to be 5.3% this year and another 9% in 2020. Um, it's trading at 16 times, so a little bit over the value fundamentals, like the value cutoff of 15, but it's not too bad. So I thought I'd include it here because the rest of the fundamentals are pretty good. But again, times change, um, regulations change, people's behavior changes. So keep that in mind when you're buying anything like this kind of company, which is in tobacco. But that's Philip Morris, ticker PM. And then I took a look at a refiner because these guys have been around uh, refining for a while, but there's no guarantee there either, is there? No, that we're going to always be using gasoline. But it's Philips 66. The ticker is PSXP. And they, too, have a super nice dividend. It's yielding 6.6% right now. It's been raising this dividend ever since it was spun off. This was spun off from, um, I think it was, from another company. Um, but we only have the data going back to the uh, last couple of years. So that's something to keep in mind, too. With some of these, they don't go back far enough to really know like a full range of what their history is. But we have definitely have a couple of years, and it's been raising in that time. 2019 earnings expected to be up 5.3, 2020 10.8. That's pretty solid numbers for this kind of company and company paying this kind of dividend yield. That's what you would expect. PE is just 12 on this one. So this is a true value stock on the PE basis, which is good. It's both the value and income stock here. But remember to always do your research on these companies. I can't emphasize that enough. And even if you do, you may still end up like Warren Buffett in Kraft Heinz because he's owned that for a number of years. He owned Heinz originally, then they bought Kraft and you know, then he got Heinz to buy Kraft, merged it all together. Buffett has been known to be um, you know, pretty diligent on doing his uh, fundamental research on companies. He often visits their headquarters. He's like in the loop with management many times. But even still, we saw what just happened with Kraft Heinz and his own uh, mea culpa about uh, the possibility that they maybe overpaid for Kraft. He says they did not overpay for Heinz, which is the one he owned originally. But Kraft, he admits that maybe they overpaid. And now all of this stuff is happening. So what is the big lesson you can take away from this? Because some of the lessons have been painful, especially if you own any of these stocks. And that is no stock is safe, basically. I asked that question going in, are there any safe stocks? Answer is no. No company is guaranteed, even if it's decades old, even if you think it has a brand that will never go away, you don't know. And you don't know what management and new management is ever going to do. So definitely be sure to stay attuned to what the company is doing. Don't just run on cruise control after you buy some of these stocks, but stay up on what is happening in the trends in the business, um, the trends in its industry, especially. And um, if you do that, that's at least a little bit 
better than being caught off guard on some of these big announcements and these big kind of cuts. But um, also be diverse. That's a whole nother thing. We've talked about that many times on the podcast too. It's not going to save you completely, but diversity will at least ease the pain a bit. So let's talk about these stocks again and the ticker. So Kraft Heinz is KHC is the ticker there, but it's going to have the bad Zacks rank with all of the stuff going on there, even with the stock plunge. I'm not sure it's even cheap. So that one, I would be on the sidelines with with Kraft Heinz here. GE, I know many of you are like, oh, Tracy, you've been trashing GE for six months, eight months now. And it's really rebounded and it's soaring off of those lows. It's now trading at about 16 times earnings. So it's not real cheap here. And it continues with its turnaround plan, which everybody knew it was doing. So I have no regrets not buying it or calling it a value trap. And yes, it's trying to reconfigure itself and figure out its business. So if I can't figure out its business, I'm not in that one. I know a lot of traders have benefited. Good for them. And good for you if that's where you went to. But I am a longer-term investor, and I don't really um, see a lot of where I want to be with that company right now. And then Tupperware, I took a look at that one. It's really cheap. It's trading at seven times right now. But again, there's a lot going on with the business with that stock right now. It has bounced off of the lows of that 17% drop in January. But... Uh, this one, too, might not be for the faint of heart. And then we talked about Philip Morris. PM is the ticker there. I'm not sure they reported earnings yet, so you might want to check on that before plunging into any of these. And then we had uh, Philip 66, a refiner, which we don't talk about that often on the show, PSXP, and that has a value, value PE. So that's a value with the income stock. So again, remember... No stock is safe. Do all your research. And I'll be bringing you value stocks every week here on the Value Investor Podcast, so you don't want to miss a single episode. We're now on Spotify. And from what I just saw, Spotify is now available in India. So if you're in India and you want to subscribe to our podcast, you can now on Spotify. So get us in India. And then you can also get us on Apple Podcasts on our own standalone show. And you can get us on SoundCloud, but we're under Zach's Market Edge. That's Zach's Market Edge podcast on SoundCloud. But you'll get two for one podcasts over there if you subscribe there. But either way, get us somewhere because you don't want to miss a single episode. And I'll be back again next week with some more stocks.